This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 6th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I hope everyone had a great long weekend. We were budgeted to do an episode today about name image likeness and how crazy it's been the last few days in college football. But you know what? Recruiting's been pretty crazy too. And in case you missed it, Ohio State on Sunday, 4th of July, landed the number one player in the class of 2021, JT Tui the defensive tackle, defensive end, combo, whatever he wants to be from Washington State. Buckeyes already had the number two class. They're going to keep the number two class, not moving past a historic Alabama group. But, uh, you know, I thought I thought we might as well listen in on Brandon Huffman and Blair Angulo, their conversation about the Buckeyes landing Tui Molo out. Oregon was runner-up. Washington was in the mix. USC was in the mix. Alabama was in the mix before an official visit got canceled. Blair and Brandon covertly recorded this thing a few days before it dropped. They were both at the Elite 11 finals and opening finals in Los Angeles. Lance our producer posted it on Sunday on the 4th. I just thought everyone's working overtime right now, working on the weekends. No one had, I, I was supposed to take a few PTO days last week. It really didn't pan out like that. Everyone's working hard. Let's let's give everyone an easier Monday and uh, instead play this episode about JT2 and Molo. Just real quick, as far as college football perspective goes, Phil Steele said Ohio State already had the number four defensive line unit in the country headed into 2021. Despite losing two starters, I would imagine that this addition should bolster them up a little bit. Projected starters right now would be Zach Harrison at defensive end, Antoine Jackson uh, inside, Haskell Garrett returning starter inside, and then Phil Steele has Jack Sawyer, fellow true freshman, fellow 2021 five-star top five recruit starting as an edge position. Makes me think JTT is going to come into Columbus and make some noise. And just if you, in case you're looking for a little added wrinkle to their week two matchup against Oregon, yeah, again, JTT, his runner up were the Ducks. Now he gets to face them, face a pretty, a pretty good offensive line coach who's rebuilding a little bit, but see if he can't show Oregon just how good they could have been if they had landed him and, and paired him up with Kayvon Thibodeau. Anyway, here are Blair and Brandon on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday with a big name image likeness episode. Producer Lance, summon the sirens, ring the alarm, sound the horn. Those sounds you're hearing are the fireworks going off in Columbus, Ohio, as the number one player in the 2021 class, JT Tuimoloau, has just announced his commitment to the Ohio State Buckeyes. I am joined by the national recruiting editor for 24-7 Sports, Brandon Huffman, here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. As we break down this news, first reaction, Brandon Huffman, to JT going to Columbus. That smoke you see is not just from the fireworks, it's from 
the chimney just outside Seattle. JT has made his decision. 46 months, Blair. 46 months ago, he landed his first offer. Three weeks into his freshman year. Mere weeks before he starts his freshman year in college, the nation's number one player, the wire-to-wire number one. This is how long it's been for that. He was named number one in August of 2018. And here we are on the 4th of July, and JT has made his decision. Our long national wait is over. The Buckeyes go into Washington for the third time in the last two classes, land a top 50 player, but none bigger than landing JT. JT Tuomaloao, as as you recall, took official visits to Washington, USC, Oregon, and Ohio State. But when it came down to it, I know you were the closest tied into this recruitment. You tracked it from start to finish, and you were always on top of every twist and turn in this recruitment. When it came down to making a decision, and we know now, obviously, in retrospect, that theoretically it was a battle between the Buckeyes and the Ducks at the end. But what made Ohio State the destination? Larry Johnson. I mean, really, when it came down to it, when, when I talked with JT, I said, you know, what was it about the Buckeyes at the end of the day? And it was Larry Johnson, his development of defensive linemen, going back to his time at Penn State. You know, we talked about the Bosa's, we talked about Chase Young, but that's the recent guys. You go back and you look at his history since the early 2000s with Courtney Brown, with Tom Holly, and you just look at the development that he has had as a defensive line coach. And really, it was the official visit when they had the first opportunity to sit down with him face-to-face, where it was wasn't over Zoom. It wasn't over FaceTime. And that visit, I think, sealed the deal. He still went to Oregon, ultimately canceled the Alabama trip. But I think that visit to Columbus, he said it surpassed all the expectations. And he had high expectations for that visit. But I really think Larry Johnson, just the the opportunity to be developed by him for three to four years was too great for him to pass up. He loves Ryan Day. He's a big fan of Ryan Day. He said that was a big part of his decision-making process too. But when you're in the room with with your position coach and that position position coach is as successful as Larry Johnson is. That, I think, ultimately is what swung this the Buckeyes way. I put a crystal ball in 14, 15 months ago for Ohio State. Never went more than one on my confidence points because I knew that there were schools like Oregon, like Washington, like USC, trying to keep him on the West Coast. But Ohio State, having never gotten him to campus, having him, having themselves positioned as the leader, sight unseen going into the visit, and then hitting a grand slam on the official visit, Larry Johnson, Columbus, Ryan Day, all of that leads to them landing the number one player and that with, with the commitment of Quinn Ewers in the 2022 class that could be two years in a row that the Buckeyes get the number one player in the country yeah the Buckeyes right now number one among the 2022 in the composite team rankings so they have the top class in next year's group and just added the number one player in the 2021 class a reunion for JT Tuimoloau with fellow Seattle area product G Scott. When you think of JT and when you maybe envision him in Columbus, what do you see in terms of his future and how he fits into that defense? We know he's a talented playmaker. We know how freakish he is as an athlete. You mentioned it earlier, right? The the basketball options as well on the table. So we know he's got the footwork and, and kind of that flexibility and mobility that we love to see out of premier defensive line. But what is his potential for him as a true freshman? Can he make an impact this fall? I, I think he can. I mean, he's that good of a player that he can miss all the spring practice and really miss all the offseason workouts and get there and still be an impact player. Now, he may not be the impact player this fall, but he will certainly be a impact player. You got obviously an offensive or a defensive line that's got Zach Harrison. You know, you've got uh, Tyreek Smith. You've got Jack Sawyer, who did have the advantage of having spring football. You've got some guys on Ohio State's defensive line, but it 
it really wasn't until year two that Chase Young became the absolute dude that he was. So with Ohio State, and it's nothing against the talent, it's about the depth that that team has where he'll probably slowly be weeded into that way in 2022. In 2023, you'll get the full JT experience, but I mean, it's pick your poison. Do you want to block Jack Sawyer? Do you want to block JT? Do you want to block Zach Harrison? Do you want to block any of the other defensive linemen that they already have? And then you look at, you know, just from, uh, like you said, the, the basketball standpoint. I mean, here's a guy who athletically in the offseason, he might have lost weight, but it was because he was playing basketball. So he's got the strength. But this is a guy who knows how to keep his weight under control. It wasn't like he sat around, did nothing for months. He was playing high-level basketball in the state of Washington. So I think that transition will allow him to get acclimated so that he's on the field, you know, pretty quickly may not be starting but I have no doubt that he's going to be in the rotation for Larry Johnson and for Kerry Coombs's defense come the first game of the season in September this is the end of the saga I mean we've been tracking this for well over a year on, on not only this podcast but our previous rendition of the West of the Rest and it brings a little tear to my eye I think because JT Tuimolau no longer a topic of conversation for us you know I uh, go back to irrelevancy I guess in the recruiting world you know Josh Connerly is the number one player out west for 2022 and josh has already said he's not going to announce until san antonio at the all-american bowl at the soonest so you know josh if you want to stretch it out a little bit like jt you can we're not opposed but no this has been in 19 recruiting classes this has been the most fascinating recruitment that i've ever covered and it's not just because of the length of it but it was really the amount of schools involved and those schools that were involved and the ties to each of those schools or why each of those schools made a compelling case and yeah 40 six months ago, I wrote the first article on JT's first offer. I wrote an article about him over four years ago going into high school, but 46 months ago, a lot. this is how long ago it was. The head coach at Ohio State was Urban Meyer. Ryan Day was, I think, simply the quarterback's coach. May have been the offense coordinator. Nick Saban was the only constant. Clay Helton was coming off a Rose Bowl. Jimmy Lake was the not even the co-DC. I mean, he was the co-DC, but he wasn't calling the defense. And Willie Taggart was the head coach at Oregon. That's how much has changed since he got that first offer. Chris Mack was the basketball coach at Ohio State. And he's now at Louisville. A lot has happened, but we have finally reached the end. And, and how fitting, Blair. On the day that we celebrate the independence of the United States, we now celebrate the unification of JT and the Ohio State University. And the freedom of JT from this podcast. So that'll do it for us. For Brandon Huffman, I am Blair Angulo on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay locked in to 247sports.com for all the latest on your favorite college football team. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.